You are listening to the IBC Podcast, your international baseball career guide. Play ball! Now, here's your host, David Burns. Welcome to another episode of the International Baseball Community Podcast. This is episode number 29, and I'm your host, David Burns. And this interview is with 49-year-old coach Ron Frazier. Uh, Ron recently signed a contract uh, with one of the top baseball clubs in Croatia. Uh, He's married with two children and he decided to throw his hat back into the coaching ring after almost 20 years coaching baseball at the high school and collegiate levels in the U.S. Uh, He wanted to take uh, his his coaching background Overseas, and uh, the wife gave him the approval. And next thing you know, uh, he created a profile on the website, had a, a bunch of different offers, and chose to go to beautiful Croatia. He's living right on the Adriatic Sea. And uh, yeah, this story is a long one, but it's a good one, uh, full of great information. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super jealous of, of his situation right now because he's playing in the Interleague, which is a league combined uh, with the top clubs of Croatia, Hungary, and Slovakia. So he gets to see a lot of Europe while he's at it. Uh, yeah, so without further ado, let's get on with this interview with Ron Frazier. Powered by Metal Punk Media, your sports marketing agency. We put sports center stage. Ron, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Dave. Uh, good to be here. Yeah, so I'm glad to have you on. Uh, so we've we've been emailing back and forth uh, prior to prior to your uh, signing in Croatia. Um, can you take me back uh, to you know prior to Croatia? And your baseball background and how it led to to taking it overseas. Sure, sure. Um, uh, baseball background goes back quite a few years, of course. Um, uh, I was coaching college baseball from uh, the fall of 1989 mm-hmm. to uh, the spring through the spring of '92 seasons. That my uh, a former uh, play by play at Christopher Newport University, which is in uh, Newport News, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went on for a few years. I left and uh, from being assistant, went on and coached the you know, local high school ball uh, in, in the area that I grew up. Uh, matter of fact, my alma mater at high school. And then uh, in December of '98, I got a call from Christian Newport and uh, the different coach. And my head coach uh, that had coached me had retired. Yeah. They had a new coach for four or five years, I guess, while I was coaching high school. And uh, this uh, new coach, uh, Kurt Long, he was from Iowa. And he called me and said, hey, you know, I got uh, some recommendations on you, and I want to know if you were interested in uh, yeah, coming back to college baseball. And it was great time. Uh, I, was, I was really ready to, to go back to college baseball. Yeah. And uh, I did, and uh, that was January, well, December of 98, so January 99, the season started. And uh, through the 2013 season, I was the pitching coach and recruiting coordinator. Uh, for for that uh, university, a small D, it's a D three state uh, school in Virginia, yeah. uh, with with a lot of success uh, uh, since uh, that time I came back. Uh, three appearances in D three college world series uh, and the national title game. Uh, a ball player, so it was a lot of fun. In August, I retired uh, from that uh, to continue. Initially, to continue what I've been doing the last four years, which is scouting with the Phillies organization, mm-hmm. I want to spend more time uh, scouting. And uh, lo and behold, all of a sudden, I got a niche again. 
<laughs> after I retired and they hired a pitching guy, and I was like, you know what? I think I want to coach. <laughs> yeah. So, so there it was, and uh, and my wife was like, hey, you know, you're uh, you can do it now. Our, our youngest is fourteen. Yeah. Years, yep. and she says, uh, now's a good time for you to explore that. So, I went on your site, and uh, you know, just started kind of um, you know investigating everything I could on the internet. Yep. And the site had some good information, and, and uh, that's kind of where I, I bumped into you. And, and uh, from there, I, I, I just started emailing. So like, yeah, I put that profile up like you said to do, and then what I did, I was, I was proactive. I just emailed all kinds of teams, and boom, I started getting a bunch of hits. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. You know, and that's the thing. You, you have to be relentless with the with the emailing, you know, and... Uh, I, you know, I really keep track every day. I first thing I do in the morning is I get up and I see who's who's been on the website because I can see who's logged in and everything. And and the trend that I see is the guys that spend the most time on there are usually the ones that get signed. Uh, there's a couple guys, a couple guys that spend a lot of time out there and they're still trying to find that job. But usually it's the guys that are just relentless and just keep at it uh, that find something. And so. So you're coaching, just to clear that up, you're, you're strictly a coach, you're not a player coach, and uh, so you you said that there were a number of options, you got a number of hits. Uh, I did. I did. Uh, throughout Europe, or? I did, I got uh, some of the Czech Republic, uh, Germany as well, mm-hmm. um, and then, um, of course, uh, I, it was funny, um, people asked me, and I think you asked too, uh, originally, you know, because uh, you, know, you hadn't heard, you know, about Croatian baseball, and of course, a lot of people had neither, and neither had I really. Mm-hmm. But uh, my wife and I, just to go back a little bit, we had um, hosted some kids exchange students from from the Baltic region, uh, Croatia, Montenegro, you know, kids from out this way. So we had a little idea about the area and a little of the history and uh, a little knowledge of the people. Uh, not a ton, but having those kids live with us a year at a time. For high school, yeah. uh, kind of made it made me curious, yeah. and I knew it was a beautiful area. I had seen pictures and you know known the families of those kids, and uh, I said, you know what, um, it's not all about the money. Um, I had better money offers, yeah. but uh, you know, it's like a really neat place to go. And I will tell you, just you know, it's a it's a really cool city. It's yeah. really. Yeah, really. I looked into it when when you contacted me and 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 we're asking a little bit of uh, advice on from my side. I I, I just Google Google Googled uh, split and looked at the the photos that came up. And you know, I've been to Croatia a couple times myself, but I uh, haven't been to Split, and it looked looked gorgeous. So I mean, that's the, that's that's what you're weighing right there. You have an option to go to the Czech Republic or Germany, and those are two of the top le- leagues in Europe. But uh, sometimes, you know, when you, you really need to take that uh, location into consideration and the opportunity to take uh, maybe a, a baseball program that, that's, uh, you know, still, still in its infancy and, and help it develop. And, and uh, it's more of a challenge, but at the same time, I think that'd be a, a great experience. So, um, and I wanted to say uh, I'm pretty impressed that your wife gave you the go-ahead on that one. So, so. <laughs> You know, yeah, um, that's a pretty cool wife you have right there. It, it is, it is. Um, you know, she is like uh, one of my other family members who was a high school coach for probably 40 years, and and um, he, his wife said it, and it's funny, my wife kind of got into that at one time with me doing all the coaching videos. Um, 
they call themselves baseball widows. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, it, it's really something, I guess, for a coach in any um, professional or collegiate sport, uh, that the, the moms or the wives uh, have a have a lot of uh, alone time and a lot of raising the family time while the while the husbands in those particular sports are, are really out there. Because you know as well as I do, when you're when you're coaching, like again, whether collegiate or professionally, it's very time consuming. And, oh, yeah. and uh, with me being the, the recruiting coordinator, like I was even then, and I was on the road and, and, and you know recruiting guys to come play, and then got into scouting, and that put me on the road as well. Yeah. So, yeah. but my wife's been fantastic, and uh, this year was really a crazy year for me to kind of come. Uh, it's our 25th anniversary this year uh-huh. in September. Uh-huh. And uh, I'll be gone. So that, that's pretty tough. But she's coming over about uh, right before the, the school year starts for my son. She'll come over for a few weeks on vacation in, in late July, early August, and yeah. spend some time with me here and get us actually get to see our first playoff games uh, in uh, August. Yeah. So she'll, she'll get to do that as well. Well, I think that's a pretty pretty great way to, to spend an early anniversary anyway. You're, you're in Croatia. Uh, you know, it's experience like no others. So I think I think that that worked out pretty good for you. Um, can you can you uh, fill us in? I really, actually, I, I don't know much about baseball in Croatia. I've I've played against a couple of Croatian teams in our local tournament at Fingston Ball, uh, which is every June in in Austria here. Um, but other than that, I really don't know much about Croatian baseball. I don't really know if they're importing too much. Uh, uh, obviously, they're. There are some clubs that will bring in a coach. I'm just not sure if there's any opportunities for guys to come in and, and play professionally. Um, so maybe can you fill us in, first of all, about how would you compare the level of baseball uh, to something something back in the U.S., like to a D3 school it, or something? Yeah, exactly. Um, Depth-wise, the depth you know, for the talent pool is, is small. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you do have some guys that, that are really good. Yeah. And then, then you have some guys, like I say, that are, are more, uh, not to knock anybody, but kind of that weekend warrior, you know, uh, yeah. come out you know, or you know, want to take come play on the weekend kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'd say from someone from a good high school level, uh, probably to the D2 level. I've got some, i got two young kids on this team now, matter of fact, that I think play on the junior national team. Mm-hmm. And they'll um, have a chance to probably play on the national. In the next couple of years, yeah. that uh, definitely go to the U.S. and play college baseball. Yeah, I mean they they really could. Okay. And um, but with all the teams that I've seen, I haven't seen them all so far. Um, I think we have one more not this week in Bratislava, but uh, the following week when uh, the Bears and team comes in, and that's like the last Croatian team that we haven't played yeah. so far. Uh, but uh, the team that we just played this weekend, Carlos, uh, uh, they had some pretty good ball players on there. They really did. They had a couple kids uh, that uh, got around the bases real quick, good arms, they moved well. They could definitely play some places, no doubt about it. Yeah. But long story short, probably probably really good high school ball in the U.S. to that D two level. Okay, is what I'm saying. So when coming into it, did were were you surprised or or did you were you Pretty? Did you do your research and you had a pretty good idea what you were getting into? How, um, do, you, how do you prepare for for coming to to coach baseball in Croatia? Yeah, um, 
I think the thing that helped me a little bit was that I was open-minded, you know, and, uh, but, you know, still not knowing everything, you know, was, was uh, still kind of getting my feet wet coming here, and not everything that would happen. Um, but this particular program has been around a long time from what I understand. Since, uh, I think they started baseball here in Flipper. I've seen their history in the office, and then they talk about it through here. In, uh, right after World War One, from what I understand. Wow. That, okay. uh, U.S., a U.S. Navy fleet or ship, supposedly, the history came to split mm-hmm. after the war, and, um, baseball started. But the main, really, Strong going on of the club on their banner says 1974 mm-hmm. uh, till now, and uh, they've played ever since. Um, the funny thing is about this program, as compared, compared to some of the other programs that they have in the country now, is this program historically has been one of it's either the top or the next to the top, and one of the top two or so in the in the um, country, and, but the only one doesn't have to sell it. Which it just blows my mind. I'm like, you know, they've been one of the top teams almost every year, and uh, don't uh, have their own facility. So, you know, I was open-minded. Got here, um, had to get used to some things. By some other people, had prepared me a little bit. Um, one of the guys that's uh, one of our Philly scouts here in Europe mm-hmm. had coached in the Czech for quite a while at one point, mm-hmm. and actually uh, lived in the Czech Republic. I think his wife and son, or you know. The Czech uh, Republic, um, as well, citizens. And uh, he told me, he just said, you know, it's not going to be like the U.S. Um, it's not going to be a six day a week practice or play. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to be anything. Expect some time off. Guys have jobs. Um, guys will uh, be going to school, whether it's high school or college. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you're going to have guys coming in and, you know, going and not always being there. You yeah. Know, practical. Yeah. So, yeah. That was tough on me coming from a college environment as a coach. Yeah. Uh, college environment, the guys are practice, you know, six days a week playing or practicing and three to four hours a day. And, you know, it's a, a lot of really, uh, you know, lifting in the morning, working out, you know, practicing in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it took a lot of getting used to yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. These guys, they, they have lives outside of baseball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, no, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, how many teams are, are in the league? I know that uh, the, you know the top Croatian teams are playing in. I believe it's called the Interleague with te- a team in Budapest, a team in Bratislava, uh, also in. Or, sorry, not in Bratislava in Slovakia, which is Bratislava, right? Um, and and then there's Budapest out of Hungary. Uh, can you fill me in on that? How many teams yeah. there are? Where they're from? Yeah, um, we have our. Are, are kind of like an A and B division in Croatia. Mm-hmm. And in the A division is, is basically um, uh, the Kolobox, um, uh, the BK, the baseball club, Zagreb, um, ourselves, and then, um, I think, uh, Vinji. Oh, uh, huh? Vinji or something. I'm not, I'm not sure how to say it. Vinji or. <laughs> it's Beresden. There's Beresden. Uh, baseball club Zagreb, uh, Kolovac, us, and all. Uh, there's four. And then there's three in the bottom division, and um, there's Sisak, Medvedica, and Novi Zagreb. They're kind of like in the B division. Okay. Now, the other teams add in to make the interleague with the top four teams. Okay. Uh, that is 
the Budapest team, Obuda, um, the team out of Bratislava, and the team out of Tanava, which is near Bratislava, I understand. It's like T-R-N-A-V-A. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know how to say it myself, but I remember. Yeah, I, I knew I was missing a team there. I knew there was the top four in Croatia. In three. Uh, team yeah. out of Budapest, Bratislava, and I knew there was another one, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So those, those are, the, are the interleague seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, we play each other. So in Croatia, you have, like I said, that four that we have who makes like Croatian standing and then your interleague standing, and then you'll have a Croatian tournament and you'll have an interleague tournament as okay. well. Yeah. So it's uh, quite a few uh, tournaments right there near the end. <laughs> it sounds like there's a bit of traveling involved too, like a, a trip to, to Bratislava, or yeah, I think Bratislava is probably your furthest road trip. Eight or ten hours, they're telling eight. I don't know. They stop a lot, from what I understand. We did on our first trip. We did a lot of stop. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, was it, it must have been an overnighter or something. Eh? Yeah. So Bratislava is. We'll go up Friday morning, uh, spend the night, play Saturday, Sunday, and come home. Yeah. Right. So okay. it's, it's a pretty good. Zagreb was probably three and a half, four hours. Yeah. From here, mm-hmm. and Csac, who's in the B division, who we play, we play the B division team too. Yeah. Um, is just near Zagreb. So all the teams, except for us, are pretty much up near in Croatia or, or in or up near Zagreb. Okay, Carl so Rock- in the north, they're in the north of, and you're yeah. kind of, I believe you're, you're like you're right on the coast there, right, right on the Adriatic, right on the water. That's pretty darn cool. So location-wise, you you're probably playing in the most beautiful city in the league, we are. Um, we other really than are. maybe Budapest, but. Uh, yeah, but you yeah. you have to travel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we didn't get to go to Budapest this year. Um, that was, uh, and I didn't know the schedule. I saw that they played them, mm-hmm. and I was really excited about going to Budapest. But of course, Budapest was at our place this year. Oh no! Yeah, you need to make a side trip there. I've been there. I go there a lot through through coaching. Uh, I coach basketball and volleyball in Austria okay. school here, and. And uh, I'm in a league. We're in a league with international schools, and I go to Budapest three times a year, probably. And it's a beautiful yeah. city. Yeah, that's what I hear. It's very, very beautiful, and uh, I was really looking forward. You know, it's one of the cities. Um, yeah, as, as an American or as as a foreigner from away from Europe that you hear about. You know, you hear about your Prague and your Budapest and Paris. And, mm-hmm. You know, all the all the big you know Athens and all. Of, Vienna, places you really want to go, you know, and uh, that was a lot of fun. So, so in the season, is there a break in the season at all that there will is. allow you to do that? Because usually yeah. there is. There is a break. In fact, I'm looking at the schedule, so I can hard to tell you. Um, we will play up till through June 1st, um, and, and we start our kind of like our interleague first round kind of stuff uh, uh, there and um, uh, through June 1st, and then we'll get like uh, – Two weeks, and we will then go to um, Antwerp for the qualifier, um, the 16th through the 21st. European. And then again, they'll have in um, uh, July. They'll have three weeks in July uh, where they won't play. Like our last game will be like June 29th, playing regular Croatian, and then the the juniors will go off. For the junior national team stuff mm-hmm. and, and all and, and uh, there's like three weeks in July the 7th through like the 27th 
on 28 that we won't play at all. So you'll, you'll, that'll be an opportunity for you to, to do a little sightseeing then? Or? Yeah, yeah, and my wife will come in on the 21st. Okay. So that's one of the reasons I, I did it then. And uh, uh, I don't know yet for sure, because that won't happen until September, and I don't know about them in July. Um, the group from Karlovac, um, the guy that coached him for years, but now is kind of turning it over because he's like the secretary of Croatian, you know, um, baseball. And, and along with the um, other gentlemen, he's my coach from now, is like the part of the European Federation, I think. Yeah. Uh, also, I can't think of his last name. But yeah, the one the guy's name is Kruno, I believe. Right, Kruno's the one I met yeah. this past weekend. Kruno Karen, K-A-R-I-N. He is like a secretary of it or something, set effect or something, and he's been... He has spoken to me, but Mike Hartley and I, Mike's going to coach the national team. Mm-hmm. So Mike and I have been communicating, and then and Kruna spoke to me this weekend to see if I would be available to maybe help. Okay. And where's Mike Hartley coaching? Mike Hartley is, is in Germany coaching right now. He's, okay. he's you know, Mike. Yeah, you know what? I, that's why I was asking you because I, I know the name and uh, uh, I, I forget which club he was coaching with in Germany at the moment. I believe. I don't know if it's, it's either. Um, you know, I'm not sure because he was with one before the year before the two years some before. Now he switched teams. Yeah, he switched teams. That's what it is he because I just Solingen. Uh, it was Solingen maybe or Bootbinder. One of those, I think, somebody was telling me. Yeah, I, but, off the top of my head, I can't remember. It's in my ebook. I just put it in my ebook. I just can't remember uh, where he, he where he moved to this year. Um, so, that, yeah, that's interesting stuff. So you, you get to do a little traveling, see some different countries. That's one of yeah. the benefits about coaching in Croatia is, you know, you get to go to to Slovakia, you get to go to Hungary. Um, yeah. You know, and then of course throughout Croatia. So, so that's an interesting thing. Um, have you, you know, right now, do do you feel like it's pretty even baseball across all the countries? And and also, are there any clubs that kind of seem to stand out from the others as far as facility or professionalism or or you know? Um, I haven't I haven't seen a lot of the facilities. We played an awful lot of home games. We've only had one away series so far. That was in Seastock, which is kind of southeast of Zagreb. Um, kind of very similar to, I guess, a uh, high school field in the U.S. Mm-hmm. It, it was an okay field. Uh, yeah, similar to that. I have not been to Karlovac. Uh, I hear they have the best facility mm-hmm. in, in Croatia. They have, you know, the uh, equipment, you know, just all the stuff that uh, an organization would, would want to have. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, uh, us here, we probably have the worst field. Yeah. And we're one of the top teams. Yeah. Uh, so I understand the facility. Slovakian field is pretty nice as well, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Speaking to the Hungarian team, but I have not been. I understand they got a new facility, yeah. and it's supposed to be pretty nice too. Yeah. So I really haven't gotten to see all the facilities yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I know a lot. A lot of the people listening to this are are waiting to hear about opportunities <laughs> for them to come yeah. there and play or coach. So, are you the only? guy there or are there players are there other coaches um as well because i know i know it's definitely limited uh but um yeah. I, I would be very curious to hear how many how many guys are over there they have, they have had um players in years past uh, last year they had uh, a couple guys uh, from the u.s 
as well. Uh, one of the players on the team, um, he was born and raised here, mm-hmm. uh, played in the U.S., yep. played Division II baseball, uh, I believe at Arkansas Tech, and, and uh, he has had a connection there with some of his former friends, players, or, you know, or so forth, and that coach, and they brought over guys. So they had, they had some pretty good guys come in. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year we do not. They didn't spend the money for the import players. Uh, they brought me yep. and uh, wanted me, I guess, to do more of the uh, the teaching and and the, you know getting the guys, uh, you know, just learn a little bit and, and kind of progress. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been here for. Yeah, so they're fo- focusing more on the long term at this point instead of yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and other clubs? Do you, do you, from I know it sounds like you haven't really played a lot as of as of yet, but maybe you know through the little bit you have you have been on the road and coaching. Have you have you ran into other clubs that seem to be importing or have heard of any other importing? I have heard um, over the years. Um, I know that the team we just played has had um, you know uh, players from other countries, including Americans, um, over the years. Um, this year, I don't believe they have any yet, or I haven't brought them over if they do, but they have in the past, from what I understand. Um, I think the team from Hungary has um, a couple guys. Uh, at least they're on the roster. I didn't see them, so I don't know if they're coming or what. But from, uh, what, they won from Puerto Rico, maybe, and one from Venezuela or somewhere uh, over there. And the team that I'm with, and, um, has a Venezuelan did have who is now a Croatian citizen yeah. who has played here who is now actually playing for a team in Switzerland maybe yeah, yeah. Switzerland, uh, Switzerland definitely has a lot of Venezuelans, and there's a you know okay. throughout, throughout Europe you'll see a lot of Venezuelans for sure that that hold EU passports. Um, okay, but I yeah no I've, I've I do know of a guy that was in Budapest uh, last year and the year before. Um, but he's, I think he's moved on, uh, or he's not as, as involved. And I think he actually lives there and settled down with a, a local, a local, I think he's married a, a, a lady from, from Budapest there. And I know, I do know of, of the Bratislava team importing in the past. I just wasn't a, too clear on the Croatian teams because yeah. I do know like they're, they're diff, they don't really respond to emails, uh, their websites yeah. aren't the websites aren't that informative, um, so you know, or they're outdated, or they don't even exist. So, so right. it's really hard to find information about Croatian Facebook. Um, they use the Facebook a lot yeah. for uh, announcements and for things. So if you you go on Facebook and you plug a particular team in, you'll find them. Yeah. On I didn't realize that either initially, um, but uh, most of them are representing themselves you know, on Facebook as a team site, um, but. And I also understand that the Bindia Bergen, I think they pronounce it, up near Zagreb as well, who we'll play the week after this. Mm-hmm. I think the coach played in the league for years and maybe Cuban mm-hmm. and settled down there and is the head coach. He's a Cuban, I think, something was telling him. Okay. Uh, I haven't met him yet, but he was a pitcher, and they say he was a pretty darn good pitcher. Yeah. Well, the good thing with getting on with one of those four clubs in in Croatia is uh, you have a twenty five percent chance of getting on with the club that that's going to play in the European Cup qualifiers. Uh, I, you know, yeah. almost every yeah. year, like in the past, when when the Athletics that I play on the Athletics in Austria have finished in the top two in our league, 
we've played in the mm-hmm. European Cup qualifiers, and almost every year there's a Croatian team. We've played against yeah. we've yeah. played against the split. We've played against uh, that last team you just said. I can't I can't remember how to pronounce India, it. Virgin or Father. Virgin or yeah. There's Father a V Father. and a J in there somewhere. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So and they've always been good competitors, and we you know we've we've. We've won on on all occasions, but it, it wasn't easy. Uh, they were no slouches for sure. And but I, I always remember they really they never had import except for one year. They flew in guys, two guys just for that tournament because they wanted okay. to win the tournament. So they flew in, flew two guys in for the tournament. Okay. They didn't win the tournament, and then they went home. You know, so okay, okay. So I, I think there's opportunities for those clubs with those clubs, but they're actually going to do the same this year for the Euro Cup. Yeah, they're going to uh, fly some guys in. Okay, so that's yeah. interesting. So it sounds like if if you get on with the team in Croatia that um, finished in the first or second place from the year before within the interleague, that you may be on a club that's that will gain you exposure within other leagues and things like that. Exactly, and that's the, my connections in America with the couple of guys. Um, like two or three. They can have three, I think, the year on the roster to play, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the guys with my connections back home, college coaches, that may come over, that's what I've kind of expressed to those coaches. Listen, you know, talk to some guys that are kind of on the fringe that may get drafted right now. They're senior eligible guys, not juniors. They're guys that are finishing their college careers, may or may not get drafted, could get from some tryouts. And I've talked to them about coming over, you know, playing in the tournament, um, being seen. Hey, there's other clubs, not just us. There, you know, might see a German club or an Austrian club or a Swedish club. You know, and maybe one of those picks you up. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That you know, I, I've actually, you know, I, I've mentioned on my website before, my blog, that uh, the, the tournament that we host here in Austria is usually late May. This year, it's, it's landing in early June, June seventh to ninth, but. You know, let's let's say that you're you know you're a senior, you didn't get drafted, um, and you you know maybe you can, your parents can help you out, or or you you have some money in the bank and you can afford your own plane ticket. Heck, this right. is an invitational tournament. I can get guys picked up on a team pretty easy. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's no problem. And uh, and there's teams from eleven different nations at our tournament. Wow. Okay. Uh, so that's another option if anyone ever wanted to to you know pay their flight over i'll put them up and and get them on a team and yeah there's a there's a very good chance at that point it's still early in the season and and you know most clubs can still import until until midway through the season so so that's another option but that's that's one other piece of advice i always give is if you're looking at a league uh, always go and look at the top two teams because often they're playing in international competition and and uh, it can gain you a ton of exposure and just paint the way for a few more years playing overseas. So. Yeah, for us, in the Euro Cup, talking to our team, you know, they didn't want really a position player. You know, and, and of course, here in this league, uh, I mean, the weakest part of this league is it, it is. I mean, the teams I've seen so far, including us, I mean, we're okay, um, but it's the pitching is what's, you know, they're down from the hitting by far. And uh, that's so with the imports, uh, you know, they were like, "Hey, you know, can we get some pitching? And, and if we can do that, you know, we'll we'll have some guys come yeah. over." So that, that's basically my recollection of Croatian teams: is they could actually hit very well. They have yeah, a reputation for hitting really well. 
but do. Uh, but they they don't have a lot of pitching or pitching depth, Correct. so they don't have a guy that's going to come in and blow you away. So yeah, no, they don't. Yeah. They don't. They, uh, and, and you're right. We we uh, I was I was very surprised because you asked about the talent hitting wise, and, and I don't know if it's because the pitching's not real great, but because yeah. I haven't seen them face great great pitchers yet. I will yeah. stop, but they still they have good approaches. Uh, they're uh, you know pretty physical. Some of the guys. And, um, and, and and they hit the ball at all fields. A lot of these guys. Yeah. So I mean, they're actually well. Just shift the arms. I'm not seeing. I don't know. One of our guys will. The young kid might have, and I might have seen one or two other guys so far that are running up to about 85, maybe. Yeah. You know, but, but nobody's running up to you know 85 and above 90 or anything like that that I've seen at all. No, for sure not. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I think the other major area that I wanted to ask you about is is really um, coming over to to Europe sometimes you know you you don't really know what you're getting into until you get there as far as apartment and you know the you know they say they're going to provide a car and then the wheels are falling off or things like that <laughs> so uh, so far are you are you satisfied with with I am you know, I am okay. um, being a westerner and, and maybe even from where you live, yeah. um, the apartment is okay for one person single. Yeah, I have a bedroom. As you can see on my thing, it's a bit, kind of like a den. Yeah. Um, I have a kitchen and a small bathroom. It is, uh, it's pretty small. Yeah. It's pretty small from what I'm used to being from. But I tell you, if it was a college guy and he's been staying in the dorm yeah. somewhere, and this would be big, you know. So yeah, the dorm room's small. But um, for me, yeah, it took a little getting used to the apartment at first and the bathroom and things, you know, from my home and everything. So, but, you know, I don't, in this city, which is really nice, I don't need transportation. Um, You can walk almost anywhere, whether you go east, west, north, or south in the city from where they put me. And they did it, which was really good. In 10 minutes' time, I'm walking to just about anywhere. And so I've gotten to the place here, like I'm sure a lot of Europeans and people from the city um, do, is, is, uh, is you walk. Yeah. And you walk everywhere, and it's, it's great. I mean, I, you know, to dinner, to everywhere. Well, usually so, what uh, it is, the case is, is either you're coming to a team that's in a small town where you can walk or bike to anything, or yeah. you're going to a team that's, for example, the team in Budapest where – it's a huge city, but uh, the underground transportation is is, is amazing. So right, you know right. you can get from one from the north to south in 15, 20 minutes uh, via yeah. the sub. So I mean, you know, either way, any way you go, you don't actually need a car pretty much anywhere you go. So that is that is the case. Yeah, I didn't. So I'm okay on my living conditions. Um, one thing the club did here, and, and I, I think I might have mentioned to you before I came over, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they set me up on meals. Yeah. So I, I have uh, their organization, I guess, kind of had, uh, you know, kind of like sponsored, you know, and yeah. and uh, so I have like three or four, four places, uh, two of which are fabulous restaurants, mm-hmm. and uh, the other two are kind of more of a quick thing. So you know, I, I just want something fast, kind of, you know, food at the end of the night, grab and go home kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, they set me up with two, but I get the two meals a day, uh, lunch and a dinner. Uh, generally here at home, I've gone to the grocery store and just, you know, gotten the traditional cereal, yogurt, and the bananas in the morning. And uh, uh, I usually get a big lunch before practice, and after practice, I grab something quick and come home. But the restaurant, I tell you, the food here is fabulous. 
and uh, uh, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, we, we did that for an import here one year. Is we provided um, basically it's like a, a punch card at a couple of different restaurants. And yeah. So yeah. you get X amount of free meals, you know, and then so the restaurant sponsors sponsors you, and, and yeah, mm-hmm. and it's good food, so it's convenient. It was, but, yeah. So, our, so everything like costs everything's taken care of and you, do you have a little extra pocket change for, i do for i do you know of course you know they they pay for the you know the apartment they they pay for the food except you know except for my like i said my breakfast food is small um and yes and then, then you get the extra pocket money and uh so yeah i'm i'm living fine uh and plane ticket, of course, return plane ticket but yeah yeah uh back and forth plane ticket yeah. so i'm good on that and uh and, you know, pay, you know, for what they're paying me, you know, paying me, you know, U.S. wise, you know. So of course it goes uh, pretty far here because they're not on the euro yet here. They're still on the kuna, so it's, uh, it's about five point five kunas yeah. for every U.S. dollar. Uh-huh. So uh, I think it's about six or seven on the euro. Yeah. So it, it goes really far. Yeah. Yeah, and going back to the apartment, uh, I do I do notice like. A lot of yeah, mo- typically college guys are coming over, and and so they're they're just happy. They just came from a dorm, so I mean, they're happy with pretty much any living condition. Sure. Or they're satisfied with it. But when you're bringing in a coach, a professional coach, I think yeah. it usually goes comes with a little higher standard. You know, I think that. Uh, but that's the thing is is I don't think that's possible on the budgets over here. So I don't think so. I think any any. Uh, experienced coach coming over needs to realize that um, you know it's not going to be like anything back home that you are going to be in a small little apartment without a lot of furniture and internet connection is probably going to be slow and you're going to have an older phone and uh, that's just the way it is and and yeah I have um, you know I bought uh, they they got me started they bought me a uh, a starter pack for a little cell company here and um you know, it's really cheap. I, 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 I've um, re-upped it, and it's got, it's about, i got about six months worth of time for probably, you know, the 10 or 20 U.S. dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And then I added some text because the kids are, I knew that ahead of time. You know, coming from the U.S., you know, nobody talks on the phone. I'm not college students anyway. Yeah. They, they text you to death. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I got texting playing here for like 500 for about, I don't know, maybe two, yeah. two to three U.S. dollars. Yeah, well, it's definitely one of the other things to consider when, like, when you were making the decision between Germany or Croatia or Czech Republic or Croatia is uh, it's just the cost of living. It's just going to be that so much cheaper there. Like, yeah, think you it just, is. you know, when it comes to everything. So, um so I think yeah, you just need to weigh your options because sure, if you went with one of the top clubs in Germany or or in the Czech Republic, probably everything from the apartment to the pay to to everything's going to be nicer. But you're not going to be living on the ocean. You're not going to no, uh, no. you know I, when um, you go for a meal, it's going to be a little more expensive, especially if you're in one of these bigger cities like Prague. So you know, they, um, in the Czech. Um, like in Germany, the pay was better. It, it was better. Um, you had to pay for your own meals, of course. You know, anything you did uh, all was, was out of your pocket of what they paid you. Yeah. Um, uh, the apartment, of course, you know, they gave you. 
and so forth. And, and, and I believe the Department of the Czech Republic was like over their clubhouse or something. So I don't think it was a great department either. Yeah. <laughs> So it wasn't, uh, you know, a, a penthouse, you know, in New York or yeah, anything. Yeah. So, I mean, the split group, they really, uh, you know, they did a pretty good job. I mean, they, with not paying as much, but giving you the other benefits, Yeah. I think really made it close. Yeah. You know, yeah. now, like you told me earlier, and I think you're, you're probably 100% right before I came over, um, the level of baseball is is, is Probably not as good. Um, and when I've been on the web, like I went to a site tonight and, and looked over some um, information like, you know, the Jet games this week or the Bundesliga games this week, just reading over, and I saw a, a video where the Czech League now has some, like, um, video magazine now. Mm-hmm. And it clicked on and showed, like, the games of the week. Yeah. And their fields were beautiful. Yeah, yeah. There's some great fields in the Czech Republic, yeah. And I was like, man, I looked at, and our uniforms are nice. I mean, we really do have a pretty nice set of uniforms. And and I was looking at them, and it reminded me so much of college baseball in the U.S. Really nice uniforms, nice fields. Everything just looks so sharp and everything. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Those are the, other than, obviously, the Netherlands and Italy, those are the other two leagues where where you're going to get that college feel for the most part um you know there's a few few clubs towards the bottom of the of the of the leagues there that maybe are are a little lower the smaller clubs you know but um yeah some of the top clubs in germany and and the czech republic their their facilities are phenomenal that their their sponsorships are are huge and yeah so it's it's a whole different category but yeah uh, you know. I think that's the difference between the three places you know, here, Germany, or the Czech that I could have chosen. I think, I think uh, the level of baseball definitely would have been better. And you know, and as a coach, I like a higher level of baseball. But when I got here, even though the facility really kind of shocked me at first, but um, it's kind of was taking me back a little bit, not backwards, but taking me back as a coach, making me really work on uh, what it is you do with the coach, yeah. you know, the, the, the repetition, the drill, the mechanical stuff, uh, whereas some of the leagues, I'm sure you don't quite have to go as far in depth as teaching, it's sure. more managing, probably more managing a club. Yeah, exactly. But it really took me back, you know, and, sure. and I've actually enjoyed it. I mean, I'm teaching guys stuff that, that I think they should have already known, of course, because yeah. their age they're at, but... Some of these guys that are 18 or 20 didn't start playing until they were 15. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. A lot of them don't start until they're 15 or something like that. Yeah, I can really, And and I think you can just see a lot more growth within a team in in Croatia uh, and get a lot more maybe satisfaction out of that. You can take this club and and really develop them and and watch them progress where you may not get, you know, quite the results uh, as far as improvements concerned with the, you know, a top team in Germany or the Czech Republic. I've really enjoyed that. I mean, like the, that coaching aspect, um, just from, I, I, I tell you, Dave, and, and I talked to um, one of the ball players that's here who like the played in the U.S. and was a player manager for the last two or three years. Mm-hmm. And he and I had some conversations before I came on and, and I actually had him pretty much, um, you know, write me, um, you know, information on each player before I came over, mm-hmm. what their positives and negatives were within their abilities, what they needed to work on, yeah. and what our team 
concepts that we might need to work on as well. And so when I got here, I really started working on that stuff. And uh, it, it's, I talked to the members of the organization that, you know, helped run it now. They've been really pleasantly surprised. Like, you know, we're doing a lot of things that we didn't do last year. Yeah. Our base running better. You know, our situational stuff's better. Our guys are getting to the right side now. They're not trying to pull everything anymore. They're doing all those little things, you know, bunting a guy over, hitting to the right side, moving a player. You, you know, uh, I was so happy um, just our past game or so, you know, with stuff they didn't do last year real well. Team tried to pull a first and third off on us. You know, our catcher, you know, did the right thing. It, you know, shortstop came across, picked the cut, burned the guy at the plate. Yeah, it was it was really nice. Yeah, and we didn't do those things before. Yeah, yeah, they weren't working on them. They were just coming out and hitting and going and playing. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so those are the those are the things that you know are huge for them and, and that to start second nature to, to someone like yourself coming over. So it's, yeah, I can really see it's kind of like getting back to the roots of baseball. Yeah. yeah. So that's great. I talked to you, when I told you before, I talked to Mike Hartley, who, like I said, he had played major league baseball for the Red Sox and the Dodgers, pitched in a world series and, and, and professional baseball. And he and I were talking the other day online and, and he said, you know, he said, he said, Split has some good guys there because he actually played or coached in Croatia one year too. So that's how he got the connection and he started coaching with these guys. And uh, he said to me, he said, you know, um, really work on their skill stuff. He says you'll really see a maturation process with the guys. Yeah. He said because a lot of them just haven't played long enough to where, where for you or I who've been playing for, you know, all these years, that when we do a base running thing or we do a defensive thing that's just second nature, we're so used to mentally doing it, yeah. these guys don't. They need that reinforcement in the rep. Yeah. And, and, and I, you know, I just kept doing that and, and I'm really seeing the progression. And then, like I said, this weekend, it, I really felt good about it. I mean, we were 9-1 and one, and we have yet, yet to have our full lineup. Uh, the last two weeks, I, I had five at one time. I got a guy back for this weekend. I had four of my nine not in the line. Really? Wow. Now, I had five the last two weeks. Yeah. And when we played what I think is probably the best team besides us this past weekend, four of my nine not in the line. Wow. And, and we split the series. So I was really happy. Yeah, oh, that's great. You know, those are, the, those are the things that are so rewarding as a coach, especially – you know, in a, in a in a baseball market such as Croatia, and you just you see the progression. Uh, I you know that's what I love here. I'm coaching the young kids here, the U13, and and really like prior to me, there you know there would be a young guy come in one year, and then another young guy the next year. So there's really was nobody there longer term to kind of to work with them. So so yeah. a lot of things get lost in the in the process, and and so I, I've really been working hard with them and. And I've noticed just exponential growth in, in a short period of time, and I think that's you know that's can be quite that's quite satisfying as a coach, and I can see how how you're really enjoying your time in, in Croatia and getting that opportunity to to really help them to to grow their game, and so I think it sounds like you made the right choice, uh, Ron, and you know I'm hoping to maybe come down there this this summer. I got a pretty action-packed summer. Be hey, come down, man. Come yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not that far. Well, Split's a little further, but I've really, I've been right down by where Split is, and, and I love the area, and I know it's, it's very affordable. So 
Uh, I'm definitely going to look at trying to do it. I just, I got a lot going on this summer. Um, like I look at my schedule up until August and it's full. So, I mean, uh, but I'm, I'm hoping to come, come down maybe in August. So how far are you? How far? Um, Nancy told us we'll actually go right around or right near Vienna on the way to Bratislava. The guy tell me it's around like 60 kilometers from Vienna or something. Yeah. So I'm how not far too are you far from, from there? Vienna. I'm a, Two and a half hours uh, west of Vienna. Okay, okay. So, so you're a good piece away. But I mean, the north, yeah, you could split so far down in Croatia, you know, like Zagreb takes five hours. Okay. From here, a five hour drive, four and a half, four and yeah, a half. Four okay. hours from Zagreb to here. Now, the road from Split to Zagreb is fantastic. Yeah. It's really brand new, nice highway. I mean, really, really good highway. Now, from Split, if you go south, um, that road goes, that same road goes a while, but when it hits the Bosnian border and crosses back over it, uh, from what I understand, it's not very good anymore. Yeah. But, you know, we're on some really good highways yeah. down, down there. So, But, yeah, I look forward to uh, getting out here the next few weeks, and we go to Bratislava, and skip a week we're home, and then we go back up to Sonata, so I get to go to Slovakia again. And I'm uh, looking forward to going to Antwerp. I've never been there. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's going to be great. I guess that's a flight because that's, that's a little bit of a. I don't know what they do. God, I hope we're flying. Yeah. Oh, you sure? <laughs> yeah. Antwerp would be, yeah, that'd be long. That'd be a long trek for you, I think. But cool. Well, I'm going to be following your progress and, and uh, good luck in Antwerp. And maybe we can. Uh, we can catch up somewhere, you know, even if I don't make it down there, maybe we'll catch up on Skype towards the end of August and, sure. and maybe for a, a follow-up interview and, and see how the season went and see if you're coming back. If the wife will let you come back, come back in 2015, maybe we'll get you here. Uh, yeah, I'm still talking about closer. that. Uh, um, uh, I, I, you know, I doubt it would be split. I mean, I love the city and I do love, you know, but if, if I do come back to Europe, you know, I'm definitely going to this time like, around go, you know, try to uh, you know, go a little bit, uh, you know, upper level yeah. and, uh, you know, do a little more you know, in that way. Um, so, you know, if I go to the Bundesliga or, you know, the Czech, you know somewhere deep, you know, yeah. you know it, it, the connections, I mean, heck, if I could ever get into Italy or the Netherlands, I'd probably do that. But, uh, um, you know, I want to coach that. You know, I enjoy that too as well. But yeah. once again, being a coach is fun to teach you. And uh, you know, getting the opportunity to do that with the Croatian teams and, and Split actually does it pretty good. Day that they their players um, coach the eighteen and unders, the fifteen and unders, the thirteen and unders. So these guys that are on my team, yeah. whom I'm coaching every day, are coaching these younger kids on, on the cadets and the you know and then the juniors and so forth. And I watch them now; it's really neat. Like our guy that's uh, playing for me is coaching our juniors. And now I've watched him start implementing things that I've been implementing with him mm-hmm. in our practice. Right. I watch their drills now. I watch, so he's doing that stuff, yeah. which is, is going to help those kids. And uh, it's good that their players are coaching those kids. Yeah, just a, a huge ripple effect. Well, you know, it will. I, yeah, it will. And you will notice that across Europe, actually, there's there's just there's always that core. You know, there's not a lot of guys showing up to practice, but there's always a core group of guys. Yeah. That are yes. super passionate. Uh, they they that they live around baseball. Like that's that's their life. Uh, the, yes. their life revolves around baseball. And I think that all the hard time, time. They're willing to drive eight hours to play a doubleheader. So I mean, yeah. you know, it's just something you've never experienced back home, really. So 
uh, it, it's it's pretty fun to watch and be a part of. So um, good. Well, you know, we're coming great. on uh, almost an hour. It's been a great interview, very informative, and you know, if you ever think of anything you want to add, or or as 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 you uh, play all these other teams in the in the league, and, and you notice any other imports, I'd love to to hear about it. Just the more information I can get about Croatian baseball, the better. And uh, you know, I just appreciate you taking the time to to meet uh, to meet with me. And uh, yeah, best of luck the rest of the season. Well, I really appreciate it, Dave. And, and like I said, um, the early things uh, when you and I started talking back in the fall, just the information that you put out on your site and, and, and the ability for myself or, or players, for that matter, to get a post-profile and to have uh, those organizations and, and, and the different places in Europe. And, hey, now some of the things you have, Africa, New Zealand, I mean, all over the place, goodness, that these guys can put out to. I, I had no idea initially, I'll tell you, I had no idea initially until I researched, but these young college guys, all, they just get on the, on the web and plug in something as simple as baseball in Europe or international baseball, this stuff comes up, and then they can really find some things. Your site helped me out, I'll tell you, it, it, it really did, and uh, I appreciate uh, the info with you and I going back and forth on our emails. Yeah, uh, you're helping me out because uh, you had, of course, a lot more knowledge about yours than I did. Well, I, I kind of I, I live vicariously through you and and the other guys that find jobs uh, through my site or whatever. I I just love hearing your stories and and seeing that somebody else gets to come over and and you know just you know have these experiences, but also help grow the game of baseball globally. So for me, it's just I don't know. I enjoy doing it, and uh, it, it does take a lot of time, but. Uh, uh, you know, it's. I just love hearing these stories. So keep well, at it, keep doing a good job, and uh, you know, hopefully, I can make my way down there. Uh, uh, do you have a couch in that small apartment, or I do? Hey, I actually have a pullout couch. All right, I do. I do. Man. Hey, you're welcome to it. Uh, when it gets time, uh, give me a shout, man. You're more than welcome. I'll I'll show you the city. You'll love it. Yeah. You'll love it. Yeah, I, I. You know, I just I have to make that work. So. So you, you just might get a you might get an email from me because I you know hey no problem you're more than welcome you're more than welcome right on thanks Ron uh, right. take care man good yeah. seeing you take care see ya powered by Middle Punk Media your sports marketing agency we put sports center stage. That wraps up another episode of the International Baseball Community Podcast. I want to thank Ron for taking the time, uh, an hour of his day, to share his uh, very inspirational story. Uh, I'm super motivated after that one, and I can't wait to get my coaching career launched as soon as uh, my body gives out and I can't play anymore. So if you want to head down a similar path as Ron, I would suggest following his advice, which was emailing as many clubs as possible and then weighing your options, asking a ton of questions. Email me. I'll help you out. Uh, That's what Ron did. I think we fired back and forth about 10 to 20 emails uh, while he was making his decision, and I was providing him with some advice. Uh, yeah, so if you have an interesting baseball story or international baseball story, or you know someone that does, I'd love to hear about it. So email me at internationalbaseballcommunity at gmail.com and we'll set up a podcast episode interview. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, uh, please share it or like it, comment on it. Uh, I'd much appreciate your feedback. Uh, I always love to hear from you guys, so feel free to do so. So until next time, I'm your host, David Burns. Take care, everybody.